0: Hey guys, it's Shanti Helena. So, in case you guys do not know who I am, my name is Shanti Helena. I am a new book author of a self help and relationship book titled Why Side Chicks Winning. So, this week's topic, guys, we're going to talk about. 13 helpful tips for maintaining a good credit score. So the month of June pretty much is all about bossing up your life. Um, I, I decided to do um, taking out the relationship realm for just a quick little second because this is the mid-year. And I know this is very imperative. It's almost like January, um, your New Year's resolution, but it's mid-year. Have you completed goals? Like, is there some things that you need to get done from cleaning to credits to relationships or whatever it is? I want to make sure that you hit on the eyes and say, hey. You know it's June. I haven't done X, Y, and Z. Guess what? The year is still here, and you still have time. So I know um, a lot of people talk about, "Oh, my credit is bad. Oh, I had a plan to pay my credit off when I got my um, in- income tax check, or whatever the case may be." But life takes, you know, advantage of that, where you cannot do that. However, if you have a strong mind and you have and you have a backup plan in place, everything will work out perfect. So. Um, a little bit backstory. I like to start all my podcasts off with a little bit backstory. So credit. So I'm 30 years old. I'm not ashamed to say my age. I'm 30, right? I've always pretty much had good credit for the last seven to eight years. Even before that, my my credit was okay. It wasn't like 400, 500. It was like 600 or something. My credit has never been under 650. But in the last seven years, my credit score has been 750 or more. Right now, uh, my credit is close to 800. And a lot of people ask me, what well, shanti how is your credit so good? Like, what do you do? Like, so for one, I have a financial background. I used to work in banking. I started working in banking at the age of 18 years. So, so that was when I first started learning about paying your bills on time and credit cards and so forth. And at the time, I really didn't have no real bills except car insurance and a cell phone bill. I mean, cell phone bill considered as a creditor, but I didn't have like real bills at the time. So, what I did was uh, when I started getting to credit cards and everything, I'm like, okay. I actually did research, like, what can I do? So I was paying more than the minimum payment. If I had a thousand dollar credit card, you only supposed to spend 30% of it. So let's say I had a $1,000 credit card with Capital One. I will only spend $300 off that card and I'll take three months to pay that $300 back. And that's pretty much the same model that I had with all of my credit cards. Um, I have retail store cards because when you have a retail store card, like I shop at Express a lot. So if you have a credit card with Express, you get special offers and discounts and coupons. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna spend, you know, my credit limit thumb was $2,000. I'm not going to spend on more than four or five hundred dollars, but I know I'm going to pay that back within the next three months. And I'm putting more than the minimum payment. Then um, at one point, uh, my credit cards did get up to a significantly high balance where I was paying like close to eight, nine hundred dollars a month in credit cards. So what I did was I reconsolidated all of my credit cards. That shot my credit up like 80 points. When I consolidated all of my credit card debt into a personal loan that was at a set rate and it was a very low, low rate. And before I actually did the um actual loan, I compared the two with the rates and okay, this is how much I'm paying minimum. If I'm paying seven and nine hundred dollars a month in credit cards, if I consolidate these credit cards into this loan that is a good low rate, then I'm only paying three hundred and thirty dollars for the next three years. I did the math, the interest that they was making off the loan was way less than what the credit cards was going to be making off me. The credit cards is going to be be making close to double, so I did a debt consolidation with my credit cards. Um, and then by me having that loan under my name, that was like showing good faith. Like, oh, she has this ten thousand dollar plus loan under her name. She's never missed a payment. She paid the loan off on time in three years with no extensions and so forth. So now creditors is looking at me like, oh my goodness you know, that's good. And so another thing that I did to um, increase my credit score was I never had an actual, um, before the consolidation at first, I'm like, I don't have a real loan under my name and so forth. So I ended up getting a card note because I do eventually want to buy a house and I want to get approved for my house. So I had to show good faith in a large loan, like a very large loan and a card note. Of course, it's very large. So um, I got a card note or whatever, Paid that on time, did that for like three years. um Recently, I did. Uh, unfortunately, had to trade the car in, which I got a lot of money for. a God is good; He works in mysterious ways. Um, I was able to get a 2018, no money down, no nothing, just sign the papers and drive off the lot. But I would have never been able to be able to do that if I did not have good credit. So having good credit is very, very important. So we're gonna jump straight into the topic. Thirteen. Thirteen help helpful tips for maintaining a good credit score. Number one, treat all of your debt equally when it comes to time to pay. And when I say that, meaning that I I hear people say, "Oh, well, this bill is doing the first, and this doing the first too," but I'm not gonna pay. bill because it's not that important no every bill if it's a creditor it's important you must treat all of your bills equally to pay if this both of them is due on the first of the month pay it now I know some people like oh this one has an interest charge and this one does not have an interest charge so what I've seen in the past is people would end up not paying they'll miss that payment for the, um, the credit card bill that has no interest because they into some some sort of promo and they'll say, well, I got to pay this one because it's going to be um, a lay fee. It's going to be a $40 interest charge and a minimum payment because it has more money to be paid out. No, you have to treat all of your debts equally when it comes time to pay. You have to. You most definitely have to. Number two, keep all your old credit cards to maintain a longer history so we all had that credit card that we had since we was 18 19 years old keep those and the sad thing about it when we first applied for those credit cards back in the day the interest rate, rate is probably enormously high they're probably charging you a monthly maintenance fee plus an annual fee but guess what that's okay it's okay keep the credit card because of the history. I am 30 years old. I still have credit cards on my credit report when I was 18, 19 years old. And what I just mentioned, one of them I'm paying um a $7 monthly maintenance fee and then I have to pay like a $50 annual fee, but that's okay because I have a good history. Like the history... Is very, very, it's very important. So the longer the history, the better your credit score and your credit record looks towards creditor when they are trying to prove you for anything. OK, number three, consolidate cards to have fewer balances. As I mentioned in my story, consolidation is real good. Um so you have two different ways you can pretty much consolidate um credit card debt. You can do a balance transfer. So let's say you have a credit card with American Express and your interest rate is high. You owe $2,000, right? But let's say Chase say, hey, Shanti, since you have um, a Chase credit card with us, you haven't been using it as much. If you do a balance transfer, if you do a balance transfer with us, then you'll pay zero interest on that balance that you transferred over for the next 18 months, meaning that you know, you will save money versus giving American Express the minimum payment plus the interest. You could just transfer it over to Chase Bank. So if you owe 2000 you owe 2000 You divide that 2000 up by the 18 months, boom, that would be your minimum monthly payment that you set for yourself. Disregard what they say your monthly payment is. If you want to pay $0 on that amount that you actually transferred over, you need to, um, Divide that amount. By, I, I don't normally do the max. So let's say it was an 18 month. I'll say 17 months. So in 17 months, this $2,000 will be paid off at zero interest. Meaning what I transferred and what I spent is what I spent. Also, um, another way you can consolidate your credit cards is you can do um, lending. As I did, I went through a company called Prosper Loans. Prosper loans is really, really good, and I went through them to consolidate my uh, my credit card debt into a personal loan, and the rate was super, super low. So those are two things that you could pretty much do when you want to consolidate your cards and have fewer balances. Um, like I say, some people don't want to do a loan because the process is, you know, it's a lot. You got to submit paycheck stubs, bank statements. If you don't want to go through all that, most definitely um, you could do a balance transfer to another credit card that has zero interest no annual fee and so forth and you decide okay if they giving me 12 months if they giving you six months you know be realistic with yourself. if you know you got a ten thousand dollar i ain't gonna say ten thousand that's a real large number let's say you have four thousand dollars in debt on this one credit card and then um You have a balance transfer on another card and it's 12 months. Be real with yourself. Before you transfer that large balance over, would you be able to pay that large balance off in 12 months? If the answer is no, don't do it because you got to think after that 12 months, they are going to start hitting you with interest. And you don't, you know, the interest may be more money than it was in your last card. So be mindful when you transfer your balances over to a a, a zero interest credit card. Realistically, can I pay this amount off in this amount of time? And if you can, then go ahead and do it. Number four, as I mentioned, this is my favorite. Make sure you pay your bill on time. Now, look, I know life gets the best of us and stuff happens, and people are so against this, but I am the queen of automatic payments. Like I only do automatic payments for um, my credit cards. There, are People are oh, they're going to take out double and this and that. Now, I could say maybe with a light bill or something like that because that's happened to me before. But my Capital One's, my Express, all my main, like all my credit cards is auto. So I do not forget to pay them because the moment you forget to pay your credit card, what's going to happen? boom, you get a late fee, boom, when it's time for you to pay for your bill next month, it's a double, it's like a double payment plus the late fee, and you might get a ding on your credit report, so make sure you pay your bill on time, like, you have to, like, that's very imperative or whatever, and also, when you look into your credit report, you want to see those green check marks, like, I love seeing those green check marks on my credit report, because I'm like, yes, I did that, confession 101. one I've never been late on a credit card bill, a phone bill, or nothing. I've never, ever been late, ever. I will spend my last on paying my bills and be broke as hell, and I'm okay with that. I know all my bills is paid. My rent paid. I got food in the house, this and that. I'm okay with having zero dollars in my bank account. Money-wise, credit-wise, <laughs> baby, I got a salary. Of available credit okay so if i have to touch i gotta touch it but most of the time you gotta do what you gotta do pay your bills on time okay and just um just remember you pay your bills on time long term it most definitely is going to pay off okay so number five try not to rack up the balances on your credit card prime example as i mentioned earlier if you have a thousand dollar credit card you're only supposed to spend thirty percent of that amount, which is three hundred dollars. So think of every thousand dollars that you have on the car. You only supposed to spend. You only supposed to spo- supposed to spend. I'm sorry, God, because I'm kind of sick. You are supposed to spend three hundred dollars. Okay, three hundred dollars for every thousand dollars. If you spend fifty percent, then your credit, um your credit gonna drop because they gonna say hey you know you're using a little bit too much of your credit card just because they approve you of that amount does not mean you have to use that amount now i can say this let's say um you know you get your taxes um you know the third week of february right and you know you want to pay for this trip and you know there's one credit card that has all the money that you need on there plus more to pay for it if you know you can repay that amount back within that 30 day period then go ahead I I've done it before you know I've done it where I had to make a large purchase but I knew I was gonna have a large lump sum of money coming in within the next week or two to put that money right back on there you know so just because you have that credit limit does not mean you have to spend that limit on your card okay don't don't do it, okay? It's 2018, baby. We trying to boss up. We ain't trying to be put on the hole, okay? We trying to we trying to buy buildings. We trying to go on that dealership and walk walk off that dealership with no money down, no interest, no nothing, and sign the paperwork and go. That's what you have to do. They look at this type of stuff. This stuff is very very important, okay? Number six, keep an eye open on your credit report and make and and and, and look at the errors. So um it's very important to have credit karma or have some sort of alert or anything because mistakes can happen. Errors can happen. I've had errors on my credit report. Um if it wasn't for me monitoring my credit. I would have never caught like I paid off a creditor in full. This is some stuff back in the day or whatever. And it was still lingering on my credit report. I'm like, no, you have to take this off. So I did the proper things that I was supposed to do. I worked. Um, I wrote a letter to the creditors and, you know, I explained the situation. It was a little 30 to 60 day process but it was done and it was taken off my credit report then you will find arrows on your credit report and most people will be like oh i ain't looking at my credit report no you better look at your credit report because you don't know if somebody is using your social security number you don't know if somebody got a call in your name you don't know nothing you will be very amazed and looking at this internet stuff people steal information all the time so You want to keep an eye on your credit report, okay? That's really, really important because you want to maintain your credit score. So you want to see what's going on with your credit report. And some people feel like, I don't got no credit cards. I don't apply for no credit. You didn't, but you don't know if someone else did. So keep an eye on your credit report, okay? Number seven, avoid applying for new credit whenever it's possible. New new credit card applications is 10% of your credit score. So, and that's like a hard hit. So you got soft hits and you have hard hits and those hard hits will linger on your credit report for a while. I think up to 2 years. Do not quote me. I'm not a professional credit creditor person, but I do believe it stays on your credit report as an inquiry for up to like 2 years or something. Um you do not, you know, try not to apply for new credit. I know when we be at that checkout line, they be like, oh, if you want to save 20% today or 30% today, you could just sign up and get a credit card. Before you say yes, think about like, is it worth to have that ding, that ding or that hard hit on my credit report for 30% off? Because realistically, 30% off is not a lot of money. Like, I'm sorry. It's really, really not. If you don't have to apply for new credit, do not. Do it. Please do not do it. You do not want all those inquiries on your credit report because sometimes what creditors would do if they see too many inquiries on your report, they would decline you just because of that. you can have a good credit score. You can have a good credit score. So don't don't do it. OK, just avoid applying for new credit cards. Just say, no, I don't want to save 30 percent. I want to pay the 30 percent and keep it moving and check out and run. OK, number eight. Make your payments in full whenever it's possible, or at least pay the minimum payment. As I mentioned earlier today, um, it's okay to make a large payment towards something if you know you're going to pay it right back. So, let's say you got, you know, you want to pay for a trip. It's thirteen hundred. You got a credit card with seventeen hundred, but you know that thirteen hundred you're going to put right back on your credit card within the next couple of days. Go ahead. You know, long as it's within that thirty day period, you can um pay just pay that thirteen hundred dollars back off. But um, in most cases, some people um make some people will charge their use their credit cards as like a debit card because of the rewards, the points, or whatever the case may be. Because it's like you're getting paid to spend to use your credit, and what they do is at the end of the month they pay that credit card back and full. So that's something that's good. I have a girlfriend of mine. She uses her American Express card, like an actual debit card. Like she purchases everything. And at the end of the month, she said, okay, my bill was 14 something, something. She pays that off in full. In full. That was her debit card. So it's like, that's a good way um, to make, you know, for another good way to make four payments. But, you know, sometimes like I mentioned before, life can get the best of us, emergencies, financial things. If you cannot make full payments every month of what you spent or whatever, at least make. I don't agree with making a minimum payment. Like, make a little bit more than the minimum payment. So if your minimum payment is $25, pay $35. You know, $10 extra can go a long way and you will see the difference in your balance. But just at the end of the day, either going to make a full payment, especially if it's a large something or whatever. I don't care if it's small, but if you can make four payments, make it. If not, at least do the minimum if possible. Okay. Number nine, creditors are real people. So contact them if anything happened. So let me give you an example. Okay. So if you lose your job, you know, we're distressed. We're sad. We're not thinking about nothing, but trying to find us a job. But you want to let your creditors know what's going on. So if you say, oh, my goodness, like, um, I didn't expect for this financial thing to happen. It could be a job loss. It could be uh, um something you had to fix in your home or your car. And it's taken away from your bill money. Call those creditors. They are real people. And set up a payment arrangement date with them. You know, you want to do that because if you don't do that, I mean, once that, that one creditor and that creditor and that credit like they all hit your credit report at the same time your credit score is going to get hit and it's going to decrease so creditors are real people guys you can contact them and let them know what your issue is and i know as their job they try to be pushy and say what well, could you do with this day no you know i know it's due on the 10th but can you put a, um, a payment day extension up to the 15th because of X, Y, and Z? Just communicate with them. That's just like with student loans, you know. Um, I know a lot of people, credit, they really have, they 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 would have had good credit, but they didn't contact student loans and say, hey, I cannot afford to pay my student loans. Can we work something out? You know, student loans have so many different programs based off your income program is really good. Um If you making, you know, $35,000 a year and they do your debt to ratio, they say, okay, you know, based off the information you submit us, your payments is $100 a month. Well, that $100 a month was better than that $1,400 that they was asking for. So please contact your creditors if anything changes in your finances, in your life, because you want to keep your credit in good stance. All right. Number 10. Live within your credit means and do not exceed your limit, okay? And what I mean by that is um, the 20 slash 10 rule is a good rule of thumb of credit. Do not let your credit card exceed 20% of your total yearly income after taxes and each month. Um, each month, that don't have more than 10% of your month, your monthly take home pay and credit card payments. OK, so you want to make sure that you do not exceed your limits. Like I know, once again, life situations happen. As I mentioned before, I went broke by paying on my credit. Because I follow this rule, this is my top rule that I follow. You do not want to exceed your limit. You do not want to do that because you know we don't think. Fuck, we don't think far and further in time. Like you know, you may not have no intentions on buying a house or a condo today or a brand new car today. But anything is liable to change within the next 12 months. And if you're not following what you're supposed to do, they say, well, you can see your limits. You're living outside your means. You're doing this and doing that. You're not going to get approved. You're not going to get approved. I'm just being 100 with you, okay? Okay. Number 11, um, chip away slowly to reduce your overall debt load. So... um Stop using your cards. Like, okay, so when you're trying to be like in strict mode and reducing your debt overall, stop using your credit cards. Like, what I did was, um, when I was trying to pay before this, is, um, after the debt consolidation, some stuff had happened or whatever, and I needed my credit cards or whatever. So what I did was I completely stopped using all of my credit cards but one. And the one that I chose was a very, very small limit. This is like a throwback limit. I think the limit was like $500 because you know why? I can afford to pay $500 in one whop with no problem. But if you're trying to reduce your debt overload just in general, stop using your card and start making a budget. And start paying down the high interest cards first while you maintain the minimum payments on the other cards. So if you know, you know, Capital One is known for having high interest, like, but they help you build your credit, but the interest is crazy. Pay on those high interest credit cards first. So let's say that high interest credit card minimum payment says it's $35 a month. No. Like we're going to pay $100 a month But then on the other cars That's lower interest We're going to pay the minimum So it's like It's a game Like If you understand A credit industry And have work It's really It's like a monopoly Like it's a game You have to know how to do it But Another thing that I do is I do make a budget. So um, I'm real big about budgeting. I have an a sales spreadsheet that I have all of my bills listed on there, the dates that when they do, and I put them in order. So all my bills is due on the first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, whatever. And it goes by my pay schedule on how I set everything up. Um and it works out good because I get to visually see how much money I have left over throughout the month to live off of. Or it's been times where my money was not looking good financially for free money, but all my bill money was covered. Because that's been times where, you know, I'm not ashamed to say it, where I'm like, damn, I have to pay out $3,000 some change. Let's say 30, it's $3,500. We're going to round up $3,500 a month in bills. But I have two hundred dollars left. So I made thirty seven hundred altogether, but thirty-five go towards bills. So I have two hundred to live off of. Guess what? I made that two hundred dollars work, honey, until my next setting money was coming in. Um uh, my bills is paid, food in the house, gas in the car. Hey, if I gotta sit in the house, watch TV, whatever, work on a book or whatever, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, you must definitely it's um it's a life changer. When you're trying to like get your credit together, it most definitely is a life changer. Okay. Um, the next one, number twelve. Um, almost done, guys. Get all your rate shopping done within a two week period. So avoid having um, inquiries impact your score when you're trying to apply for like a new loan. Um, finish your rate shopping within two weeks or whatever. Because There's a 30 day grace period during which inquiries won't affect your your score. So, if you're looking for a car or whatever, you want to get that rate shopping all done within a two week period because when they see, oh, she's looking for a car, you know, that's why we're seeing these inquiries. It would not affect your credit score or it's not going to affect your credit score at all because they're seeing that you're rate shopping right now. You want to get done within a two week period, okay? number 13 consider using a credit card uh monitoring services as i mentioned before you know you could do credit karma you could do whoever you want just get you a credit monitoring services that's very very important so you can um identify any fraud or anything that's just being suspicious or whatever and so guys today we have learned so much um Ways on how to maintain a good credit score. Like I say, this is very important, guys, and you want to follow these tips. Um, I actually have a young lady that, um, that reached out to me on Instagram. She is amazing. She is a credit specialist. Her name is Tatiana. And she is um she has her own her own credit company or whatever, and I really really recommend her to you guys. Let me pull up her information right now. Give me one second. So her Instagram name is Good Credit Diva. G o o d as in David. C r e d as in David. I t diva d-i-v-a good credit diva her name is tatiana tucker she um she help people improve their credit scores and start businesses she also is into the real estate game mortgages cars she's into tax pro. she does everything but when it comes to that credit honey tatiana knows exactly what she's talking about make sure you go follow her on instagram right now good credit diva let her know that shanti helena has sent you and let her do a consulting. like let her consult you and you know look at your credit to see pretty much what she can do to help better your credit score okay guys So once again, this month of June, we're talking about bossing up your life. So every week, do not forget, Monday at 7 p.m., I will be dropping some tea. And you guys have a blessed day. And it's Shanti Helena.